0: Welcome back, sweeties. This is your host, London Allay, and this is the Eye Candy Podcast. Let's get into the episode. Hi, guys welcome back i am a slacker but i have a good reason to okay because mental health is number one and your girl was in her depression bag for a minute um but then i got out of it this past weekend and i'm gonna go ahead and jump right into the story and tell you why so all you college bitches was on spring break and i was like in the middle of a little depression last week. And I was like, I need to get out of Houston. I need to get out of my room. I just need to get out, okay? Not like I don't go to the club or anything, because I do, but I need to get out of this city. So we were like, what's the nearest little getaway we can go to? And we have a little thing in Texas, a little hidden gem called South Padre Island. So it's five hours down the street. So I was like, why not? Let's take a little road trip. So me and my man decided to, you know, do a little vroom vroom down to South Padre Island. And it was interesting. It was on a whim. It was really spontaneous. Um, we almost didn't go because we decided to book like two, three days before we actually went. And who knew not to book earlier during spring break? Um, I didn't because I've never actually went on like a crazy ass trip or whatever the fuck you girls do nowadays. But we were like, let's go to South Padre. So, we pack our things on a Thursday. I take half day off, and then I'm off Friday, Saturday. I need to be back for work on Sunday. So, we get our things, we pack up, we leave around 3 o'clock. So, this is where it gets interesting. Like I said, I'm jumping right into this shit. So, we're just going to get into it, okay? So, we're driving to South Padre. We're super pumped because both of us work really hard, and both of the girlies deserve... Sorry, he's not a girl, but... (laughs) <laughs> I said girlies on accident. What babe? No, cause I say girlies and I didn't think about it. Okay, well the girl and her man needed a day off. And I was like, you know what? Let me put on some boys to men. Let's jam some Motown Philly. Let's jam some fucking Bobby Brown, Every Little Step. I was really jamming, like I was taking it all the way back to you know the centuries right a century ago like a hundred years ago i took it back back i'm just kidding (laughs) it was like 80s but yeah, so we were jamming, and I'm literally like, we both vibing, like, Motown Philly, back again, Da-da-da-da-da. right, we we jamming, okay, so after Motown Philly, I played little Every Little Step by Bobby Brown, and you know, we vibing, we vibing, and then towards the end of the song, we're in the left lane, right, because we trying to zoom all the way there, because we're like, the party doesn't start until we get there, clearly, you bitches are waiting, you know what I'm saying, so we trying to zoom to South Padre, because, you know, the girls are waiting, the girls are waiting for us um or for me (laughs) you know so basically we zooming down the highway not even knowing like 95 miles per hour okay and then the cop there was a cop on the left hand side he had pulled somebody over on the highway and we were zooming and you know when you get carried away but you see like a cop or something but she just be too caught up and being nosy you're like what the fuck is going on over there what's going on what's going on with the team So we're trying to figure out like what's going on like oops somebody got pulled over (laughs) well you know spring break you know motherfuckers get pulled over and it's so funny because we were literally just talking about it like in the car like people are gonna get hella pulled over like on the way to saw padre (laughs) more stories to come because we got pulled over twice but let me get there so well that was a little spoiler because i didn't even say i got pulled over yet but yeah so we end up getting pulled over by this cop so we're zooming down the dude had somebody else pulled over as soon as we passed this this cop, he was right behind us and had his lights on. But it was like, okay, so we looked in the in the rearview mirror and we're like, is he is he gonna get us? And we look in the rearview mirror like, nah, that can't be for us. And then he turned his lights on because at first he was just on our ass. Then he turns his lights on and we're like, oh shit! And we're still going ninety five miles per hour <laughs> down the fucking highway. And so we're just like, maybe we should maybe we should slow down. So we end up pulling over. It just took us a while to register. We weren't trying to fucking escape, run. We didn't really have anything in the car at all. Um, not much. Not anything illegal, at least. But I guess illegal for me. But illegal. Anyway, that's not the point. So, yeah, we get pulled over. And he's walking with his little belt out. Like, do you know why you got pulled over? I'm like, no, the fuck? We're just driving. Like, we weren't even realizing we went 95 miles per hour until he said it. And we're like, oh... Yeah, that that could have been us. Yeah. So he was like, okay. So my man was driving my car. He was driving my car. I'm a passenger princess. So I was like, you drive it. And the only reason you drive my car is because I have a Toyota Camry and I'm a good on gas. He got a fucking truck. And we're like, let's just drive my car, you know? And so, yeah, he was driving my car. And I'm going to tell you why this makes sense when the story starts. So basically, he's driving my car. He's not under my insurance. It's just me. It's just me. So yeah so he's like okay well can i see your id so as soon as the person says that i go ahead and i'm like look this is my car but he's driving it and he's just like okay like it's like a detail he really didn't care about and so he's like can i see your id i mean i was like yeah so he pulled out his wallet the fucking id isn't there nowhere to be found and thank god you know what i'm saying he has finds and stuff on the id thank god he couldn't find it at first whatever so he didn't give the id to the cop so the cop is like okay you know what i'm saying like it's getting weird now because it's just like you're going 95 miles per hour it kind of looked like you were kind of running from us then you didn't go in the right lane when i had somebody pulled over in the left lane i didn't even know that was a thing i thought it was only in the right lane but anyway he's like okay interesting what's your name and he gives him his government name or whatever and then he goes back and searches his system and we're like, "Fuck. What do we do?" Because my man already has fucking fines and shit. You know how boys are, they don't fucking pay attention to that shit. And he hasn't got his driver's license fucking renewed in forever because of that. So, it's just like, and this is not his car that he's driving. So, it's getting bad. So, you know, mind you, before that, before he, he we like we got pulled over by him, we noticed that we had a Siroc bottle like right in the fucking cup holder. And then we had a crown bottle in the, the fucking um, middle compartment. So we're like, okay, let's move this. Everything. Because first of all, we took a shot to jumpstart the entire drive. So we were already like 45 minutes in. We took a shot before we left. On top of that, your girl's 20. Okay. I have 45 days until I'm 21. So <laughs> I'm not trying to get charged for shit. So anyway, he comes back he's did he find your id like i mean not your id did he find you in the system or did he come back and he wasn't and that's when, okay no no no, he didn't so now i get it now i know what happened so he came back and he was like can i have your driver's license ma'am and i'm like yeah i have a clean record you can have it you can, if you want it you can have it forever because i look ugly anyway i give it to him so i gave me i gave him my driver's license he didn't even ask for insurance which is crazy like he honestly didn't ask for things that I feel like he should have but I'm not mad about it I'm really not I mean I have insurance but I didn't care but it's just like you know what I'm saying like he was I don't know it seemed like he was just kind of making making a quota he didn't really care about what we had or didn't have or whatever the case was anyway so he asked for my license he runs in the system he gives it back and then he ends up scanning my man's face with some little thing or something like that and then he goes back Gives my ID, then he goes back to his car and then he comes back with like a little slip basically saying, Call this number to pay these fines, whatever. And then he lets us go. That was it. And then he tells us to switch seats because my man's license says he's seventeen. He, he's not seventeen, he's twenty-one. So he's like, um, you need to be in the fucking what was it? What was the reason why we had to switch? Because he thought you were he thought he was seventeen because his license says, Well no, it doesn't say you're seventeen. okay so the system yeah so since he hasn't updated his license in forever the system I, i guess i have no idea how this works the system said that he was 17 or 16 or whatever so he's 21 but it said he was younger than what he was because he didn't have an id and his license wasn't renewed so he gives him a slip basically saying you can't drive this car because you're under the age of 21 and you have to be with somebody over 21 to be able to drive this vehicle right that's basically what happened so he tells us to switch seats and i wasn't arguing with him because i'm trying to get to south padre so we switched seats i'm like cool i'm not gonna lie we were shaking up okay we were shaking up because we we're like this trip barely started the drive barely started the trip hasn't even started yet and we already got pulled over and i'm like, okay well we're not doing we're not getting pulled over again you know what i'm saying like <laughs> we know what to do now i'm driving the car gravy um you are sitting in the passenger seat gravy and we're just you know we hit the bottles we learned after the first time everything's good so I drive for like the next 90 miles and I think it was at like 20 miles and we see another cop and he's in the right lane and I'm like we're like making jokes and stuff because there was like this like Chevy, like right next to the cop car. But the cop just kept going the same amount of speed as the Chevy. And it was just like so weird because the Chevy's in the left lane. Like he could have increased like 10 more miles, but people be so scary with a cop. Like no one wants to go faster than a fucking cop car. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm over here like, uh, he's not trying to go fast. He's not trying to get pulled over. Da-da-da. So, you know, we over here making jokes about it and shit. And then he, the cop gets behind, behind the Chevy in front of me right? Mm -hmm. The cop gets behind the Chevy in front of me. And so now I'm just like, okay, like, ooh, who's he going to pull over? Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Who's he going to pull over? You know what I'm saying? And so then after that, I feel like that's not how it happened. It was. We passed up like an 18-wheeler. We passed up an 18-wheeler? He got over and then we drove past We got in front of him. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, so... Oh, yeah, exactly. So he was, so he was past him. No. Okay. That couldn't have been what happened. He couldn't have been in between us. No. Scratch everything I just said. I know exactly what happened now. So what had happened was, is that he was behind, he was next to the Chevy. The Chevy ended up increasing. The cop still stayed steady at his speed. Now it was my turn in the left lane to be next to the cop. So we were really laughing at ourselves. Like, oh my God, like we're going to get fucking pulled over. da. And so, and I'm just like, no, I ain't getting pulled over. Fuck that shit. Like, I ain't not doing shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going the same speed as him, whatever, whatever. No one's getting pulled over today, baby. Okay? Nobody. So, yeah. So, we're like level to level. He gets behind me. That's the that's the real tea. He gets behind me. And I'm like, okay, you know, get behind me if you want. <laughs> I ain't do shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, he gets behind the girl. And I'm like, let me move over and let him pass me. Because I don't. I'm not feeling this vibe like... Look, I just dealt with a cop. I'm not trying to deal with another one. Whatever. Bitch. I move over to the right lane. He moves over too and puts his lights on. The cop puts his lights on. Okay? And I'm like, fuck. And I already have an attitude. I thought am like, what the fuck? We just got put over. What the fuck? What the fuck you want? I'm talking my shit. And he's like, just relax. Just chill. I'm like, no, I'm fucking tired of shit. I'm tired of getting pulled over, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so pissed <laughs> off i'm so pissed because like we were literally like i had dro- i had driven like 70 miles at that point right so i was just like okay I'm, I'm over it i'm over it like what the fuck does he want what is it what does he want so he comes over and we pull over we pull over in the right hand lane we're close to like an exit and he goes over to my man's side and i'm like oh great perfect so when i'm driving now y'all want to go to his side again He don't got no fucking ID. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, what are we going to do? We're in the same cycle again. So he comes over and he's just like, hey, do you know why you get pulled over? And I'm like, no, I have no idea. And he's like, your license plate is in the front window dash. It can't be there. And I'm like, oh. And the reason for that is is because I got, when I got my Toyota Camry, I told them to fix the bumper. Because the bitch was not trying to, it was honestly, there was nothing wrong with it. It was just like a little bit scraped. But I was like you know, take all that shit off, do another paint job, give me what I want. There's a whole another story behind that. So they were like, sure, whatever you want, whatever you want. So they basically fixed that for free. And they didn't put the place for the license plate to actually sit. So whenever I got my new pl- license plates in, I put the one in the back cuz they had that, and then I put the front one in my dashboard. So Honestly, when I thought about it, I was like, fuck. I was like, yeah. And I, this is how I was talking. I was like, yeah. So the reason for that is, is because if you look on the front of my car, I don't have, I don't have the thing that they put the license plate on. I said that. So that's why I have it in the dash. That's exactly how I said it. I think I said, it, my man says I was aggressive, but like, I was really just pissed off. And then when I'm like, when I'm for sure about something, I talk really like, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's how I was kind of, like, coming across to him, like, yeah, well, if you look, it's da 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 And so I was kind of being a smart ass, but not really. But he was super nice. He was like, yeah. He was like, well, da-da-da. And I was like, what'd he say? <laughs> not da-da-da. He said, I don't know. He was just being super nice. Fast forward. He basically asked for my license. Then he asked for proof of insurance. Gave him both. And then he's just like being super nice. Like he's making small talk. He's like, where y'all on the way to? We're like, oh, South Padre. He's like, oh, spring break. Have you ever been? We're like, no. Da, 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 And so I think, so my man saw like the cop was kind of looking at me like, was he like, did he look kind of amused or like kind of like, oh, she's having a bad day. Like he kind of looked at me as like, oh, she's having a bad day. Cause I can tell by her attitude. So my man was like, yeah, we just got pulled over. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? I said, hold on. Um, he's like, yeah, we. He's like, oh, what for? And I was just, and I took the reins because I was like, I don't want him to say shit. So I was like, "Uh, well, basically, like we were in the left lane, and the cop was in the left lane, and we passed him up on the highway, and he pulled us over. I didn't say anything about the speed. I didn't say anything about the license. I didn't say anything about anything. I kept it very very vague okay the minor the little minor offense that we did that's what I told him he's like oh okay okay and then my man's like <laughs> my man's like yeah we were speeding and he pulled us over and then I didn't have a valid license or I didn't have one at all at first and then he gave me this slip he's like a slip what's a slip can I see it I'm like bro what I'm like are you fucking joking And so I'm looking at him like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing, babe? And so he gives him the slip and the man walks away. I said, What the fuck? What the why did you open your mouth just now? Why why did you open your mouth? Why why did you feel the need to open your mouth? And so he's like, Yeah, he was like, he's gonna see it anyway. It's fine. I said, it doesn't matter. We literally could have just got away, minded our fucking business, and it would have been done. And he didn't ask him for anything, too, so he wouldn't have seen anything unless he was the driver. He didn't ask him for anything. He just wanted to talk to the cop at this point. Like, you just wanted to small talk with the cop. And so I'm just like, okay. I said, and I'm, I'm over here talking shit, like, scaring him. I'm like, well, if I have to bail out of jail or whatever the fuck, you know. I'm, we're never going to go to South Padre. He's like, don't say that. If you say that, we're not going to be able- <laughs> He said, he was like. <laughs> no, you were for real mad that I was talking to you like, don't say that. If we if you say that it's going to happen. Just shut up. God is going to get us out of this one too. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, okay, babe, okay. I was like, I don't know why. And then it's quiet and I'm like, I don't know why you open your mouth. <laughs> I'm, like, talking shit to him, bro. At the same time, though, like, I have really good intuition. So I was like, nothing's going to happen, but I have to fuck with him about this. Like, I have to get on his ass for doing this shit. So the cop comes back. He gives him the slip. He lets us go. And he's just like, I recommend getting some um, some zip ties and zip tying it to your grill. I was like, okay, cool. So we stopped at Walmart. We did that. Whatever. And I drove the rest of the 20 miles. And like I said, I'm a passenger princess. So he drove the other three hours. Because <laughs> what the fuck y'all thought I was doing? So there was that, okay? There was that. My man, my man clearly, I never knew he was a talker until that exact situation. And I was like, damn, you really run your mouth. (laughs) You run your mouth a lot. Anyway, so we roll into South Padre around 10 p.m., right? I'm a proactive queen. So I have been, had my Expedia, like my shit was booked, whatever, whatever. So we go into the Windham at Ramadan or something like that. And you know we pulling in. I'm pulling in like, move bitches. I got my fucking shit together. You guys are all trying to make late reservations. I booked mine on Expedia. The fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, I know I got the shit. I'm walking in. Yeah, move. Uh, he's like, what's your? Did you make a reservation? I'm Like, yep, I did, I did. He's like, okay, can I see your um? Can I give me a name? I'm like, yeah, give blah, blah, blah. Yeah, my name. And so he searches his little system. Hmm. I don't I don't see a reservation here I'm like mm, try my middle name <laughs> I'm like I don't know you know what I'm saying and He's like, yeah still not seeing it I'm like oh mm, okay um I'll send you I'll show you my confirmation email like I booked it on Expedia. he's like yeah yeah I do that so I sent him the confirmation email I had an email I had a text message the bitch was booked okay so I'm like we're getting in this out of the fuck you <laughs> don't know what you're talking about he's new Are you new here? (laughs) Must be, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, so he searches it and he's like, ah, that's why. Your reservation's canceled. I said, who? Whose reservation's canceled? Whose? And he's like, yours. And he turns his screen and then he's like, it looks like it was canceled from this email. And so I'm like, who? So some some little, um, some scamming ass hoe, I guess hacked into my Expedia. And they canceled my reservation. I don't know how or why, and how that would benefit them, but they canceled my reservation, and I was pissed because he was like, "And unfortunately, we're all booked." And I was like, "You can't make an exception. The fuck! I know, bitch. You gotta be leaving tonight. Y'all can't be all booked. Mm-mm. Y'all can't be all booked." So I was like, "Okay." He said thank you uh i'm sorry i'm so nice in customer service but in this point i got pulled over twice and now you're telling me my hotel ain't booked i was like yeah <laughs> don't worry about it left so we left i'm pissed i got an attitude i'm like what the fuck <clears throat> i'm talking so much shit. like i'm just so pissed so we like searching around we just driving around driving around and i'm like looking on my phone for reservations So we drive around, we're at this stop sign. And it's lit, I'm not gonna lie. When we pulled onto South Padre, the night was young. People were out, it was dark. People were having a good-ass time already. You could tell motherfuckers were already drunk. Police, everywhere, like, you know, motherfuckers on spring motherfucking break, okay? So, so yeah, we at a stop sign. Like I said, my man's driving. I'm in the passenger seat. I'm already pissed, looking for another hotel. Hopefully we can find one. um, Because we just drove five hours, got stopped twice for no fucking reason. And my man is, like, waiting to turn because there's oncoming traffic. Like, obviously, like, you're not going to just turn. Like, he's waiting because there's a lot of cars, like, coming, like, at full speed. So, this motherfucker behind us, he's. And I'm like, who the fuck is he beeping at? The fuck? Who the fuck is he beeping at? It's not me. So, I'm like, what the fuck? And so, I did this whole thing where I was like. This is a this is a rearview mirror. And my mind you, my window has zero percent tint. So motherfuckers can see my motherfucking face, okay? So I turn, I'm like What are you doing? Oh, you can't see me, I'm mouthing, sorry. I'm like, what the fuck? Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Damn. And then I turn around, <laughs> And then I turn around. And then I turn around. I'm like, damn, babe, they're so fucking annoying. And the man's just looking at me and he's smiling, but I give him like a straight face, like that mean girl face, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the death stare, and then he does it again, I'm like, oh, you don't know what type of night I had, mister, you fucking peck ahead, you don't know fucking night- <laughs> you don't know what type of night I had, you fucking peck ahead, I'm like, all right, cut the shit, Cut the fucking shit, and I open the. If you don't know, that's a Richard Pryor reference. Get on my level. Anyway, so basically, I'm like, oh, and I open my door because he keeps doing it. Like he keeps playing with me, so I open my door. I'm like, babe, close the door. I'm going to kill somebody. Close the door. He like, let me, don't have, don't let me get out. He talking. He like, close the fucking door. I'm like, no. He really good. Like we going back and forth. Me and him arguing because some nigga behind us honking. So I'm like, no. He. You want to keep honking? We can get with it. If you want to get with it, we can get with it. You know what I'm saying? And usually I'm not the one for tea or drama. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted my man to really step. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you about? Let's step. Let's fucking. It was two dudes. I was like, I got the one in the passenger. You got the driver. We're dragging these motherfuckers down South Padre Island. Okay? Okay? You know what I'm saying? We dragging these hoes, right? Anyways. So he tries to cut us off. He tried like as soon as my man's about to like go out he tries to cut us off bitch this is a new car that i am financing do not play with me okay i'm saying you know what i'm saying i have dent protection and paint job protection and all that shit and tire protection but bitch don't play with me do not play with me i will get my fucking attorney on you don't play with me okay anyway i was like okay now he want to play so i stick my head out and i'm and he's like I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Get your ass, get your ass back in the fucking car. I'm talking shit. Like, shut the fuck up. I said, you shut the fuck up with your ugly ass. Shut the fuck up, bitch. I'm talking my shit. Then he want to get quiet. Then after that, he go around my man's side on the driver's side because he trying to like get over in the left lane, left turning lane. And he he was about to roll his window down again and say his little piece. I guess he thought I was with a female. He saw my oh, man. This nigga want to zoom by like a bitch. I said, oh. You are new here. <laughs> you are new here, bitch. Cause you weren't even finna really say nothing. <sighs> anyway. Sorry, that just re- that just really, really got like riled me up. Let me take a sip of my fucking four Loko. Cause the bitch is going loco right now, okay? Mmm. Anyway. Ooh, that was kind of good. That sip was pretty good. Anyway. So yeah, I'm like, ooh, babe. People keep trying me. Trying me. And he was like, and we obviously ended up laughing about it afterwards. And we was like hoping we saw them the whole trip. Like we saw everybody about three times except for them. And I was pissed because I really wanted my man to drag their ass because he would effortlessly. So don't play with us next time. Anyway, long story short, we um, found a hotel and it was the hotel I wanted originally, but was booked up by the time we had booked it ourselves um and it was beautiful it was a huge room big bed honestly it was probably one of the best hotels okay I'm, I'm pushing it it wasn't like the best hotel I've ever stayed in but I a hotel that I've booked myself or like booked with somebody else like a trip that I went on it's probably the best one I've stayed at it was super nice obviously super expensive because it's it's spring break but it was it was beautiful and then the hotel that we were gonna stay at was shitty and it was more expensive than this one. We got a deal because it was one room left. I was on bookings.com and there was one room left. And luckily I called them immediately. I was like, do you, start, do you guys still have this room open? Da, da, da. And she was like, yeah, but you're going to have to pay everything in full like today um, within your stay or whatever. Or no, no, no. She said, you have to pay half right now. And we're like, okay, cool. We can pay half right now. We were expecting to pay the full price as soon as we got there. And then she was like, okay, then you're going to have to pay half when you leave. And then there's a the spring break deposit of 250 She only made us pay 100 because she was a queen and we get the money back if like the room's nice we literally left the room spotless like as soon as we we left it at, like the way it came basically like we literally came up the whole place it was nothing so she gave us her money back at the end of the stay but yeah people kept trying me people kept fucking trying me so let's fast forward to actually us getting ready to go to the club it's about um,, <clears throat> I don't think I took a shower. We took a sh- I took a shower that morning. We both did. So all we had to do is get ready, get dressed, whatever, whatever. And I was ready to like blow up some steam. I was like, I'm ready to go clubbing, whatever the fuck I gotta do, let's drink da da. So we' taking shots, we drinking da da da. and we go head to the club. So we go park, we have to like park way back. What did we forget at the hotel? We forgot something and we had to go back. Oh, so I decided I, w- I didn't want to bring anything. so I was like, oh, I need my ID shit. Luckily, everything in South Padre is literally, like, a mile away, so I had to go back to the hotel, go get my ID, and then when I came back, when I came back, we literally had to walk all the way, like, we walked, like, 10 minutes to go to the clubby area, super packed, but it was super cute, it was such a vibe, by the beach, and at that point, since we had rolled in at night, we had no idea, like, what South Padre actually looked like, because it was so dark, and then it's crazy, Um, like, obviously like the next day we went back to the same area and it was so pretty and we had no idea the ocean was literally like the whole club was on top of the ocean we had no idea anyway that was such a vibe back to my story so yeah so we go to the club i get my id and show them cool cool and then we go they're playing edm music i don't do that okay i'm not that girl don't get me wrong i love a good electronica i love a good lo-fi house beat I'm a house girl. I'm not an EDM girl. I'm not an EDM girl. Give me house music, I'm all in. Give me something like Kei bitch, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? But EDM, like, and they were playing, like, you know, the old mixes and shit. But they had them, like, jumping shit. Like, one, two, three. uh, 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 uh. uh, 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 uh. Like, I was like, oh, hold on. Like, this shit kind of popping. And because I'm, like, that bitch and I can really vibe to anything, I was like, you know what? A party is what you make it. And I'm about to be the life of the motherfucking party. So my man, he's, like, not into that. It's strictly, you know, young boy, no cap, like, biggie Tupac. He was not with it. But he was trying to vibe. He was trying to get down with me. And since my music range, like, varies i can get down to certain music even if i wouldn't listen to it on a regular basis so it was like three parts to the club it was like when you first walked in then there was an upstairs then they had an area around the back on the deck by the beach so it was a big ass little club it was it was crazy it was kind of wild there were so many bitches there. there was so many people there bro like upstairs was packed the dance floor that we went on was packed upstairs was whack as fuck when we first came in it was just people like didn't know what to do just standing around me and my man were just like let's go explore everywhere until we find a vibe so we go around to the back patio like the deck like the part that's over the beach and everybody vibing like there's a group of white boys like nine white boys and they're in a circle and they're like jumping at like to the beat y'all they were like on beat they were really they were going with the rhythm i was so proud i was like wow like this is this is great so they're jumping to the beat. Like as soon as the beat drops, they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, hold on. So somehow we ended up right next to them. It was so crowded. It was so fucking hot. And you, could, it was so funny because you see like different types of people. There's people that want to be in the middle and in the mix, but not actually vibe or like dance or do anything. Then there's the people that actually want to fucking dance. Then there's the people that want to get out of their shell and dance, but they're too shy because they feel like people are looking at them. I was the bitch. Babe, what do you think I was? Who? What type of girl was I? This is, I'm going to let you answer. What was I like in that big group? What was I? You heard it here. I was turning up. I was the bitch who was like, I don't listen to this music, but I'm going to turn this bitch up. So as soon as the beat drop, I'm like yeah like i'm wiggling my head and everything bro like i'm so hype and i mean i was kind of surprised because like i ain't never jammed to this music first of all and i just was talking sh- as soon as we walked in i was talking shit about the music but somehow i found it in me to like really jam the fuck out oh my god mm-hmm. i'm so pissed yeah. tell me why i was never recording oh yeah. ah! <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> i want to pull my weave out so bad anyway um so yeah i was raging on the dance floor it's okay london keep going i was ra- i was raging on the dance floor and i was up and down i was hyping up and down my man told me after he was like girls were like looking at you and the- there was girls that were like not dancing and when they saw you jumping they was jumping because You know what, Lenny? You're a trendsetter. He told me that he said, You're a trendsetter, and you're literally like, <laughs> What are you laughing at? That's what you said, right? Yeah, that, that's exactly what he said. He was like, You're a trendsetter, like, you're literally, like, you know, you're literally that, bitch. like, you are Zendaya. You know what I'm saying? You are Zoe Kravitz. He was like, You are that girl, like, they literally want to be you. I was like, I know, like, mm. I was like. Um, but he did say, like, bitches were, like, looking after me. And I love that. Like, I love when a girl looks at me and they're like, ooh, I want to do what she's doing. I'm like, I'm all here for it. I'm all here for it. And so I was inspiring other girls to get out of their show. I, t- I kept telling him, I was like, this is me and my drunk voice. We're never going to see them again. It's fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That's not my I was like, we're, we're not going to see them again. Fuck it. Like, fuck it. We're not going to see them again. I was like, I'm going to just wild the fuck out. Fuck it. That's what I was telling him. And so he was like, yeah, and then he, you know, he had his moment where he jumped, he jumped for like five seconds and then stopped mid jump. And I was like, okay, that's all we're going to get out of him, but you know, go off, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, so yeah, I was ready to go. I was hot. I was done. Um, and so we walked back to the car and so we walked back to the hotel. So we get back to the hotel and I'm just ready to lay out and be done and i'm looking for the key card and i'm you know or not the key card i was just like trying to unempty my pockets before i fully lay down and i'm like babe do you have my my id and he's like no you had it and i'm like shit i did have it i can't even blame it on him i fucking have my id i can't even find it bro i can't find my id and i just went to south padre <laughs> i know yeah so i was that bitch i lost my id in south padre and that is where this story ends okay long story short um the next day we really were just on some chill shit like we drank all throughout the weekend I'm not gonna lie but we went to the beach we did some exploring we tried different foods it was like such a vibe we didn't go out to the club because we ended up leaving like Saturday afternoon-ish um so yeah we got to the club and then we were able to like experience the beach and be on some beach shit um so that was cute but other than that Oh, and then the ID to finish off the ID story. So basically how that was fixed is I just got a temporary one and I was eligible, I guess, to like do a temporary one online or something like that. So yeah, I just got ID and got a temporary one. I'm still waiting for it to come in the mail two to three weeks from now. It'll come, but I turned 21, like I said, in like 40 days. So it was kind of unnecessary of me to lose my ID so close to the time where I'm about to get a new one and a bitch hates the DMV, but yeah, I got a temporary one, so they'll be sending me a new one, which we love, thank you DMV for making it more convenient for the girlies that don't want to go to the DMV, but yeah, that was South Padre, that was like one day, so that was 30 something minutes of one fucking day, but that story is over, but I want to say like what led me to want to go to South Padre, like I said in the beginning, I was like in this really depressive mood, I have no idea why, like I feel like You know, sometimes we get in this mode where it's just like work, you know, life and all this other shit. I work on I have an actual job. I do the podcast for fun, but I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like hopefully I become something I want to do like for a long time. And then I have like a personal life and all this other stuff. So it just started to become like really stressful. Like life really just started to hit me in my face on top of the fact I'm on birth control. So that is hormonal imbalances happening in my body, which I honestly think that affects me too. And I don't get these little depressive moods a lot, thank God, but it sucks to like feel that way. And I just needed a vacation. So we thought about it. I forgot what made us like think about going out. I think it was just, we just saw people on like vacation and then we were like, we should go, you know what I'm saying? We should go somewhere. And it was super spontaneous cuz we literally didn't book a hotel till 2 to 3 days before we actually left. But I'm so glad we did because it really helped me like refresh my mind. Like I even brought my like my work stuff, didn't touch it. Didn't I was supposed to podcast there, didn't touch it, and I'm honestly glad I did because I really think I needed it. I really really do. Like I feel like sometimes we're so hard on ourselves day to day and we literally stress ourselves out without realizing it. Like I would stress myself out with certain stuff, but I didn't realize how much it was really stressing me out until I got to a breaking point and I was like oh my gosh I don't even feel like doing this anymore like I don't even feel like working on this you know this stuff anymore and so once I realized that I was like I need to find a way to get out of this funk and for me I think my ways of getting out of this depressive mood you literally have to force yourself out of it like it is so much harder than people think you know what I'm saying that's why I really like empathize with people that actually suffer with this on a day-to-day basis because for people that are being like, just choose to be this, just choose to be that. Like, it's really not that easy. And I see that I see that now, especially more. And I think when people say it, they're really coming from a good place. They're not coming from a way that's like malicious or like whatever. They just want that person to be okay again. But honestly, I it, it's a battle itself. I really feel like there's nobody that can get you out of that but you. And of course, therapy and of course, people that you trust to like, to lean on and stuff like that, but I for me personally, it's really a battle with myself because it's a mental thing. And for me, I was just like, I have to find a way out of this. So I was like listening to like sermons, um, like church stuff. And what was it called? It was by Stephen Fert- Fert- Ferdinand Furtick, Furtick, Stephen Furtick, um, Elevation Church. And he talked about making your way and purpose and stuff like that. And that really kind of brought me out of it. I started switching up my music and what I listened to. Like I was really starting, I was trying to make an effort to get out of it. And it was still hard, but I tried to make that effort. And I just tried really hard. Like I had my time to cry. I had my time to be sad. And I let myself feel those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to, you know, feelings are meant to be felt. And I felt like, there's no reason to hold this back or hold that back. Everything was making me emotional with the, within those two days, and I didn't know why. But I started to, like, as I slowly forced myself to kind of, like, pushed myself. Let me not say force. When I pushed myself to, like, move past my mind and, like, really tell myself I'm in control of it, I started to push past those feelings. And then we planned the trip. And, you know, leading up to the trip, I think, like, a day or two before, like, I was okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I started to be okay again. And... Really find, like, the fun in life again and all that good stuff. Um, so I th- one I think the whole reason of me saying this is, you know, is that the it's okay to take a break. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen to your body. Listen to your mind. Listen to yourself. If you need to reset, let yourself reset. If that means dropping all your responsibilities for a day or two, like, do it. Especially if it, there's no due date. Like, obviously prioritize. If you have a due date of tomorrow to get something done... Schoolwork, whatever it is, something work related, do that if it's, you know, you have to do it. But if there's things that you don't have to do and you can remove off your plate, let yourself have that moment to be lazy, feel those feelings, be sad, do all this, do all that. Like, let yourself feel, you know what I'm saying? And then, and then tell yourself, you know what, I'm gonna let myself go through this for 30 more minutes, an hour, a day, whatever. Don't let it go on for too long because then you'll sit in it and then you'll, you know, you'll let yourself get used to feeling like that. But give yourself that time, a healthy amount of time to like feel emotions and take a break from life and get back up. And I really feel like that's what the South Padre trip trip did to me, you know what I'm saying? Like I was supposed to film this episode on last Monday and I didn't because I was so depressed, but I'm kind of glad I did because I have so much more to talk about now. And it gets me on track for like, you know, my recordings and stuff like that. But The point is, give yourself time to take a break. You know, the more you reset, the better you can be for yourself. Obviously, if I I continue to do stuff and I didn't feel okay and I didn't feel good, I wouldn't be putting out good things. I wouldn't be putting out quality work, quality podcasts. You wouldn't be putting out quality schoolwork like or quality, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, apply it to your personal goals. You wouldn't be applying pressure where pressure needs to be applied. So take that break. Get your little energy drink, whatever that is, whether it's praying, meditation. Get your little energy boost and let's get back to work. Get your ass up and work. (laughs) Not the fucking cough in the back. But just take some time for yourself. I don't know who needed to hear that, but take some time for yourself. It's for your best interest. And yeah, I hope you guys are doing great. And that was my wellness check. I kind of did a really cute little segue. But we're going to move on. We're going to move on to the next segment. All right, you guys. So what caught my eye this week? So what's fresh in my brain right now, we literally just got done like an hour ago finishing this series on Netflix called The Stranger. And we've been trying to finish it over the course of like two weeks um it's basically about this girl who tells random people like secrets like family secrets or whatever the case is she exposes people's deepest darkest secrets and tells a family member and then frames them to get money it's like a mystery almost we didn't really know if it was going to be a murder mystery but we end up finding out that she spoiler alert Um, like three people died towards the end, but it was really interesting. Like it was not, I wouldn't call it a slow burner just because every episode you felt like it was another key piece of information you'd receive. However, I would say is that every episode kind of had nothing at the same time. Like you weren't uncovering another piece because the last episode revealed everything half the shit that I didn't need episode one through two through six at this point, like, I really only need the first episode and the last two in order to figure out what happened. But, obviously, that's not how TV shows work. But I will say I recommend it just because if you like mysteries and if you like shows that, like, keep you on your toes, the show was a 10 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't a 10 out of 10. It was, like, a mm. It wasn't the best show I've ever watched. It kept me interested, though. That's just my honest opinion. I would give it an honest 7 out of 10. It was a good 7 out of 10. I thought it was interesting. The storyline was interesting. I think the show was made in, like, 2020. So, it's pretty fairly new. And it's also it's set in England, so which is cute. They have a little accents or whatever. Um, But, yeah. So, the show was cute. It was weird. There's certain things that happened I felt like was kind of... I didn't need that information or... It didn't really add to the plot like one girl her mother would like feed her rat poison and get her sick which to me didn't really it didn't go with the plot exactly but the more I think about it it affected another character which kind of made it like it, it affected another character which made you feel like empathetic because you felt bad the fact that like his daughter was getting poisoned by the mother but he ended up being like killing like three people Um So, the empathy miraculously went away somehow. Like, I don't feel bad anymore. Um, For the daughter, of course, but not for the actual dad. And then there was, like, a llama killed in the beginning. And I thought it was, like, some satanic ritual thing. So, that really threw me off. Like, I was like, what am I watching? That really had nothing to do with the entire story. Like... Then they said that the mom was like oh my god you literally have to watch it to understand because if I say a bunch of random stuff it will not make sense and that's exactly what I mean like you can't tell this you cannot summarize this enough to make it make sense to somebody if you were telling them you literally have to tell them to watch it all I can tell you is it's called the stranger because a lot of these events and the things that led up to the ending wouldn't have happened if the stranger didn't tell this secret. Basically, so that was super interesting. I recommend it. If you guys watch watch it, let me know. I'm interested in you guys' opinion. The next thing I watched about a week or so ago was Sing Two. Uh, y'all, Sing Two is so cute. Let me tell you, I've been trying to like see this in theaters and see it in general for like a month and a half. So what happened was, it was I was supposed to see it when it came out, but spider-man came out around the same exact time so i was like duh spider-man first then sing two and then another movie came out that was super interesting i think it was death on the nile so like okay now i have to see that and it was just like one good movie after another kept coming out and i had no time to see sing two so now they put sing two on digital so i bought it on um youtube and it was super cute like it's been a while since i've watched a movie that actually like had a lesson involved in it like a kid movie not a movie like movies in general it's been a while since I watched like a kid movie that actually had like a really cute lesson behind it where I felt like kids could understand and so could adults and I think that's why the movie did so well I think it did like what 400 million box office that's how much they made off that movie which is insane um, but the lesson basically is like, never give up. Cause everybody was like talking shit. They're like, oh, you're never going to be anything. You're not meant to be here. You can't make it in this world. Um, and basically like animal Hollywood, you can't make it. And they kept persevering, kept persevering. And then the lion had like this tragic, um, thing where his wife died and he didn't want to sing anymore. And then they helped him like bring him out of it. And then he sang at the end. And it almost brought me to tears. It was so cute because it's just like. It was, honestly, it was, like, a really, really perfect plot. Especially for a children's movie. I was surprised they put so much, like, heavy subjects in there. Not too heavy to where it's, like, oh, you shouldn't be showing this to a kid. But definitely will teach a kid a lot. Like, it was super cute. You know what I'm saying? So, if I could grasp it, um, I think definitely other people my age could grasp it. But definitely re- recommend it. Ceasing too, I thought it was super, super cute. And then... What I want to talk about. So this is for the Wattpad girls. If you guys read Wattpad, I just need somebody to talk about this with. Okay. So my roommate reads Wattpad too, but she's not on her Wattpad reading wave right now. So I'm just gonna tell y'all. So I'm reading this book called Vincent. Oh, I was okay. So I just talked shit about it earlier, but basically, I was reading this book called Vincent and Ezra, and it's giving everything it's supposed to give. And I was obsessed. I'm gonna tell you why I'm not anymore. But basically it's about this Don, Vincent Bruno is a Don of the family, Ezra is like this shy girl who's a part of a rich family and basically Vincent like buys Ezra because like that's how their culture is and when he meets Ezra they keep like he can't help but like feel so enthralled by her and so captivated because she's so pretty and so like quiet and to herself and whatever whatever and it's super cute so let me tell you why i'm not liking it anymore because i'm about like halfway through the book and everything has been perfect up until this point and i don't like that i don't like it in a book especially especially for wattpad because i'm so used to them doing like these insane twists and twer- and twists and turns i'm not i'm not really feeling the vibe of like everything going perfect like literally they're saying i love you and it doesn't even make sense for them to say, I love you. It, it makes no sense. Like, in my mind, even though I've read like half of the book already, you guys have not even done enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing that has happened significantly that would make you say, I love you. Like, maybe, maybe if this like big turning point, and then she all of a sudden said, I love you. But it's like, they're so willing to like, get out of their shell. Like, how do you go from being the shy girl to saying I love you to a dude that fucking bought you off from your dad? Granted, he's not like on some weird shit. Like, he's not forcing her to do anything that she doesn't want to do which is what Wattpad books tend to do which is why I immediately gravitated to this book because I was like so tired of that narrative but I'm not I'm not really feeling the fact that like they're both mutually obsessed with each other like I really like in Wattpad books specifically for like the guy to be super obsessed and the girl to be like "Uh, no I don't like you but she does because like we can read her mind obviously because we're the readers so she is obsessed with him but she doesn't want to tell him i love when the girl plays hard to get for some reason and then i love when like there's another person involved and she's like trying to take her man and then that's the turning point when she's like i actually do like you like i like a little bit of drama in my iPad books and this is not giving enough drama why am i halfway through the book i spent about three plus hours reading it and there's still nothing there's still nothing nothing to give so that's where I'm at with Vincent and Ezra. Um, overall, though, I would say the writing's pretty cute. I didn't think it was corny at first, but I'm starting to think it's a little bit corny now just because she's like adding certain stuff in there. Like she she said like a joke about farting and I'm like, why is that? Like, that's not funny. Like in real life, that's funny. That is not funny when you say it. She did. Why are you laughing? She did. She was like, she said something about like fucking, she was in the kitchen and this was after she got her couchier. <laughs> it was after she got her, her cooter ate and she wanted just fyi like Wattpad books are off the fucking rails let me just tell you that just, that's why i'm saying that and it's a fucking book app but anyway so after she got her her cooter ate she gonna go in the kitchen make him breakfast and then he said something like smell he said something smells like really good in here and she's like oh i just farted and i was like <laughs> i was like, oh, like bitch that is not sexy like what and then he like looked at her all quizzical and shit like okay bitch the fuck. And then she's just like just kidding and he's like so in love with her. I'm like bitch, like dude, you could at least told her like that's disgusting. Like it's not because like it's a human thing, but like for a book, give me something give me something it's not giving enough it's not giving enough and it's making me upset so i didn't delete it from my my library but i did add two more books and i'm going to tell you guys about them one is called Anne, and that's how she told me to pronounce it the author literally said on like she pronounced it like that and then the other one's called um the scarred beast both of them are like wolf books but they call them like beasts Um, and I honestly, like when I first started reading Wattpad in like 2015, 2014, sorry. Um, I was obsessed with wolf books, like literally wolf books had me in a fucking chokehold. And I'm gonna tell you why, because I was a teen wolf girl and I was also a team Jacob girl. Okay. So I don't really read like vampires. When I think of vampires, I think of, I think of skinny, very, um, pale people, like very skinny, pale and it's cute in real life it's just not giving for me like in a book i like the werewolf thing look because it's just like they're really buff and like tall or whatever like it's just giving okay it's giving so i'm a white pad i'm a wolfy girl, like a wolfy girl and that's why I was, like let me get back into my wolf my wolf game or whatever and so i'm reading these two books i'm gonna read them i'm gonna tell you if i like them but for now let me know if you haven't already read vincent and ezra because i feel like if you're on white pad most of the time you've read a lot of the things that like like I've I literally I think one of the books I, I think it's Ani that book Ane, sorry Ane. I think it's a- <laughs> why am I saying it like that Ane. that's how she said it to say it like it sounds weird though I think that book is named it was named something different like a couple years ago but I feel like I've read it before I don't know if she's edited it or whatever but like I feel like that storyline it's either super similar to a book that I've read before or it's the same book. I don't know I'm only in chapter one but we're gonna find out. I'm gonna review it. I'm gonna tell you guys but if you guys are looking for something steamy just read the three books I recommended and honestly I get all my steamy books from Wattpad. I love a good steam. So yeah that is it for what caught my eye this week and let's move on all right you guys it is time to sink down the reddit hole i'm gonna read a reddit thread basically we're gonna unpack it and we're just gonna jump right into it because this is a good one so my worst dating experience ever It's been about seven months since I've been out of my toxic relationship with my ex. Her explosive anger and manipulation really ruined it for me. Whenever I wouldn't have enough money for our dates, she would get really angry with me, embarrass me, and humiliate me. That's terrible. She would also ask for more money every time she was broke and would flip out if I didn't have enough. I remember when a few years back when we dated for the first time she would throw stuff at me, mock me behind my back and even hit me a couple times. I still remember the one time we were in the movies and I told her and nicely by the way to not use your phone because it was rude during the movie. I paid tickets for it and she went ballistic. She stormed out of the theater while cussing me out and nearly punched me in the face while smacking me with her coat. It was so bad that a security guard had to calm her down. If that wasn't bad enough she nearly wanted to to, in her own words, hold myself back from hitting and choking you in the middle of a store full of other people. And the fact that she had her friend harass me and cuss me out while my ex was threatening to punch me in the face after we broke up. I really tried my best when it came when it came it to helping her with her panic attacks, anxiety and depression. I gave her medicine when she was sick, comforted her when she needed when she needed it while giving her solid advice on how to be better. I helped her conquer her fear of going to the doctor of her bronchitis. However, I did make some dumb and stupid mistakes in the relationship, although I still wish no harm on her. So I I had Okay, so first of all, it's terrible that she was literally abusing you physically, mentally, emotionally. That's honestly terrible. I would never in a million years if I had dated somebody and they didn't have enough money to pay for the rest. I would have I would never embarrass someone. Like I can't believe people actually out there like sit there and embarrass people like for things like that that is so terrible to me first of all um second so you brought up mental health the fact that she struggles with depression anxiety and having panic attacks um I think one thing that she probably needs if not already is therapy and to get help because clearly this this sounds like there's some deep rooted trauma and she's taking it out on you and it could be from a past relationship it could be from family problems it could be from literally anything and she's literally taking all that out on you it could have been done to her and she's doing it to you or it literally could just be nothing and she just literally needs help (laughs) you know what I'm saying um so there's always like past trauma I feel like that people deal with what makes them act a certain way and it definitely 1000% doesn't excuse how people treat other people um but I think now I take that into mind whenever I like enter certain relationships I really start to listen more and pay attention like once you sit and listen and do less of the talking you really start to understand people and they really not for lack of a better word they start telling on themselves you know what I'm saying and they really start like pouring out their heart and that's like the that's something that I've learned over time but I think one thing I'm curious about is because you said you made some dumb and stupid mistakes in the relationship and when I think of that I think of not to say that this is what happened but when you said that towards the end I mean all we hear is like all the bad things that she's done and then we hear you say like you did make dumb and stupid mistakes again this does not excuse what the fuck she did obviously not like no party at all on either side should be putting their hands on each other yelling back and forth like literally like toxic and being so abusive to each other that's there's no excuse but I'm curious if this is a reaction based off of like some of these things running out because you told her to put the phone away in the movie theater. Like, obviously, that's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just told her to put her phone away because it's rude, it's stupid to me. But as far as other things in the relationship, I'm curious if like certain things that have happened in the beginning or like throughout the relationship has led up to her like going ballistic and being really explosive. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that's the thing I'm curious about because I know that like people sometimes there is a switch. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're when you get fucked over so many times and it looks different for everybody. So for her, it's literally so explosive and abusive for other people. It could just be bursting out into tears. You know what I'm saying? For other people, it could just be being quiet. But I wonder if these are things that like she started adopting into the relationship as you guys went on. You know what I'm saying? one thing I want to say is I'm happy that you're out of that relationship. That does sound terrible and super toxic, but those are just things that I'm personally curious about. Obviously this is like a three paragraph Reddit thread, so we won't ever know the full story, but um, I'd be surprised if, because if you're with this person for seven months, it's just hard for me to think because I know whenever people are like become abusive at first, everything starts so nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is so great for the first few weeks months whatever the case is and then they start to like really turn up and you're not expecting it so I'm curious on like what was the turning point for this person you know what I'm saying um but yeah I mean I'm glad that you're out it sounds like you just needed to vent it's amazing that you were able to leave because I know it's really hard to leave situations like this um and you sounded like really caring and When you mentioned you'd help her with her panic attacks anxiety and depression give her her meds god bless her somebody help her jesus because she needs a lot of it as we all do maybe her just a little bit extra um but yeah hopefully you know you never go through that again and you notice that you deserve more and hopefully the other person on the other side um your girlfriend slash boyfriend I don't think you mentioned if it was a boy or girl yeah hopefully they realize oh you said her so hopefully your girlfriend realizes her worth too like you know what I'm worth more than treating people like shit you know I feel like self-worth can be like very broad and I feel like when you treat other people like shit you're essentially treating yourself like shit so she deserves more as well um And she also needs to get help before she goes on to another relationship. But yeah, um, hopefully every future endeavor that you have relationship wise and your future is great and you've learned from this and I hope you're doing well and everyone tell me what you think and we're going to move on to the topic. Okay, you know what I want to talk about today. Here's what I want to talk about. Once again, another week will I where I change my entire topic just from a random ass thought in my head. And I was like, you know what? Let's talk about it. So let's get into it. Things that give me the icks or get on my nerves. Because I feel like icks get on my nerves and annoying is like... Um. Okay, now I was going to say three different things. They're like two different things. So we're going to just talk about ics and things i get on my nerves because there's a lot and i feel like it needs to be put out into the universe okay it needs to be put out into the universe and i'm sure half of you guys over half y'all can agree so let's get into it number motherfucking one. I'm okay so this is gonna be controversial but you know what? i don't really give a fuck when people okay i don't even know if i can make this visual for example You know how when a girl is making leg like is wearing leggings, right? So you know how the leggings are supposed to go up towards your coochie? Like it's supposed to go up right there. Not camel toe, not like all the way up there, like you're about to get a fucking staph infection. Like, but just up sitting on your, you know, above your belly button or under, but they're sitting snug and up to the crotch area. I cannot stand when people don't pull that up when it's literally like this little web or like it's like somebody sits down and they get up and they leave they literally leave it on their waist and it's not pulled up to the crotch area like it's literally webbed or even for jeans i literally can't stand it i can't stand it i don't know what it is about it and no i'm not sitting around looking at people's coochies all day because i know some of you motherfuckers gonna go there it is so noticeable It's so noticeable. Please don't tell me you guys don't realize that. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. But it's literally like you have extra cloth hanging in that area by your coochie. But you don't pull it up where it's supposed to sit. You leave it right there. It drives me the fuck nuts. It drives me crazy. And I remember in school, like, I would see certain girls do that. I was always the girl. Say what the fuck you want. I was always the girl that pulled up my fucking jeans as soon as I got up. And I don't care. Like, you know how we all did that little switch side to side to wiggle in our jeans? That was me. And say what you want. Say exactly what, I don't care. Because you know what? My pants were always up and they always sat where they were supposed to. And that's on period. That's on period. Period. Motherfucking Anna. Next. I'm sorry. Every time... Uh, okay. Every time I look at the next ick, it, it literally gives me the ick. Like my body... <laughs> My body literally, like, it's doing something. Okay, next thing. <sighs> okay, it's like I could feel it before I say it. First of all, at the cookout, at the family cookout, wherever the fuck you're at in the summertime, number motherfucking two, stop dragging your motherfucking teeth on them damn styrofoam cups. I am not playing with y'all. I cannot stand it. I cannot. Please stop. That noise irks the fuck out of me. And I am immediately pissed off with that person. As soon as you do it, I am immediately pissed off and I want to drag you. I will love you to death. As soon as I hear it, <laughs> I'm going to smile and walk away. You know what? I'm going to smile, take your cup, throw it in the trash, and then walk away. It's trash. And now you're trash to me. No, I'm just blank. No, but seriously, please stop doing it. Please stop. Like It, it drives me nuts. I don't understand why that's something people want to do. why that's like something satisfying to certain people's soul why is it satisfying to drag your teeth across a styrofoam cup and hear that chalkboardy ass sound it's worse than a chalkboard to me it's worse than nails on a chalkboard the thought of dragging nails on a chalkboard that's what drives me crazy not the actual sound it's the thought of dragging my nails like the feeling of that this styrofoam shit is way worse teeth on a styrofoam cup please stop doing it it is disgusting it literally sounds like hell please stop doing it thank you thank you next thing okay so this is something so those two were icks this is something that just kind of gets on my nerves and this is more directed towards boys because i feel like girls like we understand the assignment most of the time most of us girlies do boys specifically the ones in the houston greater houston area if you're wearing designer from head to toe and think you can dress, you cannot, okay? And I'm, I'm going to be the one to tell you. That's not, look, a tracksuit of Gucci with some Gucci shoes and a Gucci backpack and a Gucci beanie with your little fake ass chain, it's not, it's not giving what it's supposed to give. It's ugly. It's, it's really ugly to me. Like, it, it's just not giving. It's not. Like, if you're going to wear a Gucci outfit, Please put on some, like, ones or something. Like, switch it up. Why are we? Ha- why do we have to wear Gucci from head to toe? Something about that, the outfit itself, to me, even if I don't really like the pattern and I'm, it's not even directed towards Gucci, it's like anything designer, first of all, I'm a designer gal. I am a designer girl. So it's not about the designers. It's about the people thinking that they can talk shit about other people that not wearing designer, but you just... Try put an outfit that was already came together and thought you ate. And you didn't eat it up. You did not eat it the fuck up. The thrift girlies. The thrift girlies, yes, y'all. I'm calling all the thrift girls. I'm calling all the girls that can buy this piece from here, that piece from here. Y'all can buy fucking pants from Walmart. A top from Goodwill. And then some fucking... A purse from Forever 21. And then throw on some Balenciaga shades. And y'all make that shit look... <laughs> Done the fuck up. Those girls, those are the ones I love. The dudes, okay. I'm gonna tell you how I like my dudes to dress. Cause at first I didn't really have a preference, but after having my man now, I like the way he dresses. And let me tell you what he does. He's so fucking simple. I don't know what it is about a simple guy who dresses in something like it don't like. I. It's just something about the simple look, and he eat it up. Every single time, bitch. He eat it up every time. So the black t-shirt. what? Of course, you got to have different jeans. Black t-shirt, white t-shirt, right? Or like, he has this one shirt that says, um, what does it say? Oh my gosh. It's a shirt that he, it's like, I don't even know what the brand is. It's like orange and white. But it like has orange lettering across the back. And then it's just, that's it. But it's a plain black tee and has something. It's like born something, da, da, da. Okay, I, I don't know. But even if it's just like a little bit of words here and there, not a full on graphic tee, but it's really basic, like a basic shirt, neutral colors with some jeans. I do like them a little skinny. I'm not going to lie. Not skinny like One Direction back in 2010 skinny, but like skinny to where it's okay. So the way the jeans fit is like you can still pull them up. And they will still go over it. Because, you know, dudes like to sag, whatever. I don't really have a preference about that either way. I just don't want to see your ass. But if I see like a little bit of your boxers, like it doesn't annoy me. But like it's just the jeans that I think get skinnier towards the bottom a little bit. But they're still like looser. Like they're not so fucking tight. Love jeans like that. And then shoe game. Pull up with some shoes. The shoes, that is what does it for me. If your shoes are like Jordan's, Air Force's, or Yeezy, like if you want to spend money on some shoes, I'm here for it. And your whole outfit is basic, but it makes sense. I'm here for it. And if you want to throw in a little Louis Vuitton belt, that don't really hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, throw it in there. Like, you know, it depends, but throw it in there. Like I'm here for it. I am here for it. I really love a person that is so basic with their, like a dude that's basic with their fits. I love it. Don't make me look like I'm like killing the game. You know what I'm saying? In my classy shit. And I got to stand next to your little Gucci tracksuit ass. That's not what we finna do. That's not what we finna do. Honestly, I feel like dudes be doing that because that's all they're able to give. You think that you're giving and you're not. Like that to me, but I know to girls, like it looks, oh, he has money, Da da da. I don't even look for me the designer shit half these boys i be wearing it they they don't got money okay they spent their last check on that outfit i'm gonna tell you that right now it's the ones dressed in the simple shirt with the nice jeans the levi's of course the levi's they get their jeans from nice places so let's not get it twisted and then some shoes some nice ass kicks that is it for me but the dudes let me just bring it back the dudes who think even you know what some bitches do this shit too some girls be doing the same stuff either way i love a girl that can just put an outfit together and rock it and she rocked the fuck out of it it's not even something i wear but the way you did it the way you did it, love that that yeah it was giving it goes the same ways for both girls and gals so i said girls and gals guys and gals It goes both ways, but y'all have to stop thinking y'all be eating it up just because you got Balenciaga head to toe. Y'all aren't Kim K. Y'all not there yet. Y'all not there yet. Let's move on. (sighs) What? Okay. Number four. When you're driving and someone like cuts you off or something, or like they do some shit that's so fucking annoying because they just want to be impatient on the road. And get, want to get their license taken the fuck away because you just had to make a point. When I finally catch up to your ass on the road. When I finally catch up to you and I do that little stare. That little look. Because like yeah. <laughs> you, you thought you did something. You thought you ate. You thought you ate it up and you didn't. When I look at you. Look back at me. Let me tell you what irks me. When I look at you, look back at me. Because you didn't have no problem. You didn't have no problem cutting me off or doing whatever you did. Because you felt like wherever you had to go was so damn important. But we exited in the same place. You trying to go to McDonald's just like me. So you just want to stir problems just because. Look at me next time. Look at me next time. Because y'all be acting like y'all want the smoke until the smoke is there. Then y'all want to get gone. Get with it or get lost. Period. Number 5. Um, <laughs> sorry. Number 5. First of all, I love forks. I love forks. Forks, I can use them for just about anything but fucking cereal and soup. That is the only thing I don't use forks for. When people use spoons for things that don't require spoons, that's what makes me mad. Something about that really really gets me upset. Why are you... Okay, controversial. We don't... Why are you eating? I've seen it happen, and that's why I'm saying it. Why are you eating mac and cheese with a spoon? I get it. The noodles are small. I'm still eating it. Like, the crap mac and cheese that come in the little bowls. Why are you eating that with a spoon? It's a fork. It is supposed to be stabbed. Why are you eating it with a spoon? Something about that really... It really... Like, this is where... This is where I'm like, London, you have to mind your business because this is not life or death. And you know what I'm saying? Like this doesn't affect you in any type of way, but it's something that just irks me. Like, you know how stuff is like, this literally doesn't affect me at all, but it's something that really fucking bothers me. Like it's, it's an ick. The spoon thing, like using spoons for everything is an ick. And I've known somebody to use spoons for everything. And I'm just like, baby, get a fork. (laughs) Okay. Get a fucking fork, please. Get a fork. It's like literally they're better. They stab it like no extra work goes into it. Get a fork. Just get a fork. OK. Something about that drives me nuts. And I know again I know I get it. I get it. This does, It doesn't affect me in my personal life. I just it drives me nuts. And that's just that. Another thing. So honestly this really doesn't. This isn't really an ick for me, and it doesn't really even get on my nerves. But I just feel like it has to be said. Um, y'all are gonna y'all are gonna talk a lot of shit, but you know what? I don't care. I really don't. This is my fucking podcast. <laughs> I don't care. People that still drink monsters, why? Why are you doing that? Why do you do that? Only bad bitches drink Red Bull, and don't fucking at me. So if Kim Kardashian drinks a monster, huh? <laughs> and what about it I don't care I stand by what I said bad bitches drink Red Bulls I'm not saying Kim Kardashian actually drink a monster I'm just saying if the baddest bitch in the world is drinking a monster and like oh she's drinking a monster I don't care bad bitches drink Red Bull what the fuck are you drinking a monster I'm honestly I've never tried them before but it looks like there's so much sugar in them I would never try them a day in my life like I would literally never try them like, Red Bull is just giving. It's so, it literally is giving. And they've been around for so long. Like, I really, honestly, let me tell y'all a little something. Red Bull with alcohol? Y'all do that little tuh. Red Bull is a motherfucking chaser. Been doing it before Justin LA Boy said it. Been on that shit. Okay, my roommate put me onto it. But I still been doing it before he posted it. Red Bull is a good ass chaser. That shit makes it li- like liquor go away in point two seconds. And I'm here for it. And I love it times 10 y'all have to stop drinking monsters it is not 2015 anymore we have to stop okay and don't even get me started about bang energy we're not even gonna do that right now next so this is something that gets on my nerves this irks me i should oh my gosh, she call this ix and irks <gasps> that's my episode name i'll call it ix and irks oh my god i love it okay anyway talking during a movie respectfully shut the fuck up <laughs> respectfully please shut your fucking mouth up please shut it up that is like that's as honestly that's as respectful that is as respectful as i'm gonna say it because it's honestly so disrespectful like i paid to see this movie oh my god what movie was i just seeing oh my god batman let me tell y'all i was in batman right and, you know, people of all ages, they go see Batman. There was these two fucking boys. I don't know if they're in high school, middle school, whatever. They were directly behind me. They wanted to whisper, like, some little girls the entire fucking movie. And that shit really pissed me off. And then what this went, you know what? This is where this is where the Karens really, really do it for me. And this is where they come in. And I actually fuck with them because we was on the same page. So this Karen, right, I guess she was in the same aisle as them. And I wanted to turn around so bad. I'm, I'm leaning over to my man. I'm like, ugh. Oh. I don't want them to shut up but I don't want to be that bitch I don't want to be that bitch I don't want to do it I just want somebody else to do it so they're Karen I was sitting on the same row as them She she's like hey can you guys like be quiet please we're trying to watch the movie thanks I was like "Yes, yes yes Stacy yes because I was thinking the same thing I was thinking the same thing and she did it for me she did it for me I didn't have to do anything and they really did shut the fuck up like they weren't so I'm thinking like ninth tenth graders because they didn't like clap back so they had to be like 15 16 um but you know what a person that is told to be quiet and they be quiet i respect you like we no longer have beef anymore but if if stacy or i or anybody else or robert or tom or tilly if we say please be quiet we paid 30 dollars to watch this movie or however fucking much the movie tickets are please do please do appreciate you to the next one number eight so is this an ick or an irk <sighs> i think it's i think it's both mm, it doesn't really irk me it doesn't really annoy me so i think it's an ick. when people put too much perfume on or cologne on because i really think some perfume to me that stinks it wouldn't stink so bad if that person would not have put so much on i really think that's what it is for me so if that person didn't put so much perfume on i really think i would think it smells good when you put and drench yourself and i'm not talking about the bed bath and body works body mist i am not talking about that because i totally get it i literally use a full bottle within two weeks because it's body mist that shit does not stay i'm talking about actual perfume like that's meant to stay on when y'all do that too much and i smell you and get a whiff of you baby i have a headache immediately like that to me i feel like this should be a psa i'm not even gonna say it's an ick no more because i just want this to be a psa a little bit goes a long way you do it on your wrist you do it on your neck i swear if you rub your wrist together and then you rub it on your neck and bring it down to your chest I swear you are good to motherfucking go. That is all I used to do in school. And I would get all the time, you smell so good. You literally smell like a flower, bitch. I'm like, yes, because i you know what I'm saying? Like I, by the way, I'm gonna go ahead and shout out my perfume because I'm not a gatekeeper. I use Poppy by Coach. And you guys have to order it from the website. Cause if you go get it from like a perfume store, like, you know, them perfume stores that be around like the city or whatever. But they'd be having like the rip off shit, like not the actual shit. You have to get it from Poppy by Coach if you want it to smell exactly the smell that I'm talking about. It's called Poppy by Coach. But I think there's like multiple that's called Poppy by Coach. I don't actually know the exact scent, but it's like that brand. So I think it's called Poppy by Coach, but I think there's more than one. It's like in a red and vanilla box. I've been using that. My mom got it for me one year in high school, and I've been using it ever since. I love that smell to the day i die until i find a new one of course but yeah that's my little perfume tip and just stop doing it you don't need so much cologne too i think cologne be so much worse it'd be so much worse it'd be like y'all stuff already be so heavily scented and then you have the audacity to drench yourself in that shit like i love a little spritz here a little spritz there Like, I don't want you to cut off my breathing because you decided to put your whole bottle of fucking cologne on your body. Like, please do not do that, sweetheart. Please don't do it. So, it goes both ways. But I think, personally, it's worse for guys just because it's such a potent smell. But anyway, just a little PSA, a little tidbit, a little tip-tip. We're moving on. Next one. You know what? This is going to be an episode topic. I honestly... You know what? I'm going to save that. That's going to be the last one. So let's do this one first. The next one. When parents have their loud-ass, crying-ass kids in a restaurant... That's not the issue for me. The issue, because I know baby's going to cry and you can't stop it. That right there isn't the entire issue. The issue for me is when y'all have y'all loud ass crying ass children in a restaurant and want to keep them in the restaurant instead of walking their ass outside and getting their ass straight together. That's my problem. Because you interrupting everybody else's dining experience because you don't want to take their ass out of this fucking uh papados or fucking pf changs you need to go ahead and dip you need to take his ass out there give him a cup of water go down to the fucking um convenience store and give him a bag of chips before his food come because i am not gonna sit here and listen to this loud ass crying ass kid like i don't know if parents like be thinking like be trying to think too fast and they'll be like i don't know what to do i don't know what to do everybody's gonna look at me everybody looking at you regardless babe so you need to like adjust real quick and go i really appreciate the mothers who as soon as they kids start make that little face that they about to start crying you know where their eyes they eyes squint and then their mouth start opening as soon as they see that face they snatch that little kid up put them on a hip walk their ass outside and they let them cry outside all we hear is a little peep i love the parents i be snatching them up going outside i don't know about y'all but i'm gonna be that parent as soon as my baby cry, first of all, okay, I get it. So let me let me take some of that back. I get it. If you think it can be a quick fix, and she start crying or whining, and you like, look, you are gonna be quiet. Your food coming? Da da da. Give them the phone. Whatever you gotta do. If it's a quick fix, leave them inside. But if the kid is literally bawling their eyes out, bro, I literally went to a Papados. That's why I said it. I went to a pop-a-dos and then um, I went to this hibachi grill called Samurai something. And it was one more place I went to and they were not taking their kids out of the restaurant. And I was like, dude, literally it's been 10 minutes and your kid has been making the same wailing, crying sound. And you're driving me the fuck nuts. You're literally driving me crazy. I cannot stand that. Because I know if I'm a mother, I'm going to either tell their daddy to take them outside or I'm going to take them there, myself. And we're going to have a little talk. We're like, look, you're going to be quiet. Your food almost here. Play some games on my phone before the food comes. And that's it. Or do you want to color? I'm going to ask them. Do you want to color? Do you want to be on my phone? What you want to do? What you trying to do? You know, like communicate with me. I feel like that's a problem because a lot of people, children, don't be communicating with them because y'all so used to like putting something in their hand immediately. Y'all need to walk them out and say, what is wrong? What do you need? What do you want? Obviously, if they're of age to speak, of course. I'm talking about toddlers because toddlers be the ones that really the terrible twos. They could talk. They could talk. I'm not talking about like the infants. I actually 1,000% understand what the infants... That, to me, doesn't bother me because I just immediately be like, oh my gosh, like you know what I'm saying? But as soon as I get to them little taller, terrible twos, terrible threes, whatever the felt they, they call <laughs> yeah, we're done. Mm-mm. Bye. Yep, get out. Um. Next, this is what I'm looking forward to. This is the 10th and final ick and irk, and it is both. I cannot stand when people think that shit is a competition period and I'm talking about in general like life to me is not a competition it's really not I feel like we all have these certain moments and modes where we feel like oh my gosh like social media is honestly like it can be the devil it really can um say what you want it there's great things to it but there's also terrible things to it you see people every day and you're honestly always comparing yourself to them and it kind of sucks because it's a toll on your mental health. Honestly, one thing I'm going to do, I'm never compete with no bitch. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm in my lane. I'm happy for you. And you're in your lane. Like we, we don't, we don't need to compete I, in no way, shape or form. We don't need to do it. We don't need to do it. And I really hate when girls feel the need to do so. I really do. Cause life is not a competition. You know what I'm saying? Like it it's really not. I think there's something known as like healthy competition. Like if you see somebody and you're like, let's use an example of if you see them doing your dream job, right? And maybe they're just a little bit farther up than you. Okay, cool. That should make you motivated to want to do better. But you're really competing with yourself because it's you versus you, not you trying to be better than this person. You see them and it's motivating you to be in competition with yourself to get to where you want to go. And those are the motherfuckers that just want to be in competition and they feel like they need to brag and gloat and do all this. You can always tell based off of the type of conversations people have with you. If the first thing you talk about is always your fucking self and you always making it seem like shit is back and forth competition, that I'm not with it. I'm not here for it. Y'all, y'all need to be in competitions with yourselves and not anybody else. Not anyone else. I don't even surround myself around people like that. But I've had situations where I felt like people were in competition with me and you just feel the energy. I feel like it's always this thing that's so unsaid, but you know when a bitch is trying to be better than you and you don't care. It's like be better for yourself though. You you act like I want to I don't want you to rise above and like be the best you that you can be. I am not a hating ass hoe. Do whatever makes you happy. At the end of the day, we all have opinions. Whether we think this person could do this, whether we think this person can do that, it, my opinion does not fucking matter and it shouldn't matter to that person. We all gonna have our opinions and that's that. It's the fucking internet. Regardless. So if I it, whether I agree or I don't agree or whatever the case is, I'm still happy for you because you and your lane, you doing what you do and you doing your best. And that's just that. Especially if you my friend or somebody I care about. But if you just some random, maybe mm, check yourself. We need to stop all that. We need to stop all that. Anyway, that is the last thing I wanted to hit on for this week, Icks and irks, because child child, no, no, mm-mm. But that's it for me, y'all. That was my top 10 icks and irks. And we're just going to finish off the rest of the episode all right you guys it is the end of the episode i'm so appreciative of everybody tuning in i can of course see the numbers and people clicking and people listening and for that i'm like really grateful and i appreciate all of you um i'm getting my flow like i've obviously never talked on a mic before until i got the podcast so it's a learning phase it's a learning adjustment but it's honestly so fun and i'm having a great time doing it um But yeah, if you want to find me anywhere, you can find me on my personal Instagram at xlondon. You'll notice that linked in my bio is my iCandy Instagram at iCandyPodcast. If you want to email me with any questions, crazy stories, or I was going to say concerns like I'm at work, or feedback, you can at iCandyPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening. This is the iCandy Podcast, and I am London LA, which we'll see you next week on Wednesday.